What's up, everyone? Welcome to Luke's Mind Power. This podcast is produced to enlighten, inspire, motivate, and move you into your power place. Your mind is powerful, and when you connect it with your heart, you become superpowered. That is why I believe that loving yourself is the secret to success and living your dreams. I'm your host, Luke Mindpower. Let's begin. What's happening, guys? This is Luke Mindpower, and welcome to Luke's Mindpower podcast. I have some amazing individuals with me today. I have a successful power couple, Sammy and Mandy Eskelin from Las Vegas, here today to help you make an impact and live your dreams. Sammy is an ex-male model and also served in the military, and Mandy is a pro WBFF fitness pro and a published model, as well as a health coach. Both are super health conscious and living a healthy life is paramount to their success. They now use their knowledge and gifts from their experience to coach and inspire willing individuals who wish to turn the page and live a life they have always dreamed of. So please help me in welcoming Mandy and Sami. Well, thank you so much, Luke. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for having us. We're super excited to be here with you. Yes, we are. It's been a wild journey getting to know you and watching you over what the last like year and a half or so. That's just been such a pleasure, Luke. And I'm so impressed. And and it was just really an honor for us to both be here with you today. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I remember doing an Instagram live with you back in June or yeah, I think it was June uh, 2019. And wow. yeah, look how quickly the time has flown. It's actually been, uh, it's 13, 13 months. So quick. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. amazing. That was so much fun too. Yeah, but it was really powerful as well. I remember that I remember interviewing you and, and it was quite emotional as well. And it was just, you know, a whole reflection of, of everything <laughs> that you have, you know, created in your life and, and to where you are now. But from that position, Uh, I came back to Australia. I was able to get to know you guys even better because I was so intrigued with what you guys do and, uh, and the life that you live. And, uh, and so I actually was able to, to learn from you and, uh, and now you've even put yourself in a better position from where you were uh, in, in that, um, in that period of your life. So give us a bit of a background as to, you know, how you guys have, connected and how you guys have built, um, you know, your business and, and the, the amazing lifestyle that you have, because I can see the energy that you guys really feed off each other. And so, you know, that's powerful uh, in order to, to help others uh, see and believe what is possible, uh, you know, in, in their lives. Yes, absolutely. And our journey really starts like a couple of years ago, because up until about two and a half years ago, we were trainers in the gym. We were trading time for dollars, both working eight to 10 hours a day. Sami had a job at night. I would come home, write hours worth of meal plans for all of my clients, you know, and just to help them get healthy. And there were two or three days sometimes where Sami living in the same house wouldn't even see the kids. And I hardly got to see my husband. He had one night off a month or we'd see each other in passing at the gym training clients. And we just knew that we were over leveraged, we were exhausted, you know, something had to change. And, you know, we were very fortunate back then to meet some mentors that, you know, really helped us see, all right, something else is possible. And I believe that everything happens in the right timing and with all the right lessons. And 
um, you know, fast forward, we were with, we had aligned ourselves with another company for two years and we were able to get hundreds of people healthy around the world. And it was such an incredible feeling, but we still were struggling financially. And we knew we had this big vision. We knew that we both wanted to impact people's lives massively on a global scale. It just, we weren't in the right vehicle and uh, being in the right vehicle, I believe has totally changed our lives. And that change came about nine months ago when we, you know, made a move, started from scratch. But what we took was the lessons that we learned. We took, um, you know, all those experiences and, and we don't look at that as a failure because I believe that we learn there's no failing. It's really just a lesson learned, or we're going to keep repeating it until we do learn the lesson. But nine months ago, we made a transition and, and we are very fortunate that it's not even uh, only about our success, but we've been able to help people get healthy and create success even during these entire crazy times. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, exactly like Nanda shared, uh, we, we were not necessarily in the best possible situation when we found this, but we, we certainly believe that all the great things in life happen through inspiration or desperation. Or both. Yeah, or both. In our cases, on both. And then we were inspired to look something else, but we also desperate. And I think that's the most powerful combo sometimes to look something else, look beyond your, your, your bubble that you've been living for years. <clears throat> and even though we found this amazing vehicle, it, and yeah, it was the same vehicle. I think the vehicle was missing at least the one wheel. <laughs> so uh, we, we felt like we were, we were running out of uh, underwater. And then eventually when we found <clears throat> the right people and the right mentors, we kind of feel like we're still running like we were in the past, but right now we're just come out, came out of the water and now we were free to just sprint. And that's, that's, that's been an exciting journey for us. And, and the most rewarding just being not, not creating success for ourselves, but also helping create a success for other people, uh, actually including in, in Australia and New Zealand as yeah. well in a big scale. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sami, we talk about this and we've heard this from our mentors, you know, you can't take a tricycle to the moon you got to take a rocket ship and we got off the tricycle after pedaling for two years <laughs> trying to get there. And we finally got into the rocket ship and we're extremely blessed and grateful for, you know, like Sami said, not just our success, but what we've been able to help so many others with. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love the, the, you know, inspiration or desperation and yeah, for everyone it's different. And I, and I always say this, that, uh, sometimes people are not ready to take action and it yeah. takes time for people to get to that desperate state, you know, to have experienced adversity, to have experienced different challenges in their life where they say, hang on a second, I deserve better. I want more from my life. I am ready because I'm in that desperate state. Right. And I need to change. Um, but I also believe that people know deep down that they need to change, but it takes them, a long time to realize that. And so this, what we're doing right now is about planting the seeds and is about providing that kind of uh, um, wisdom and, and showing up to, to what's possible. Because I know that I was inspired by a quote that led me to, to taking action, heavy action uh, for six months. You know, the quote said, I dare you for the next six months to uh, show up for yourself to, uh, to, to step back and make no announcements and just do the hard work. And that was a quote, but it hit me at the right time that I just needed something. And it was a, 
a, a virtual thing, you know, that I saw. And, and, and so for you guys to be doing what you're doing, um, it is that, that, you know, hope that you guys can give that wisdom and, and that knowledge and experience to someone who may be in that point where they're like, you know what, I'm ready. Absolutely. We kind of nickname and we'll say like, yeah, we're the hope dealers, you know, yeah. because we do offer hope that there is a solution. And yeah, a lot of people wait until they're desperate, but there's other people that are inspired by someone else's growth or change. Absolutely. Or and then that propels them into that next phase of their life. So it's really about what works for people. And sometimes like some, it's sometimes it's both. Sometimes people are so inspired and they're so desperate at the same time that they realize they don't have that choice. And I think even for Sami and I, we've both, even in the last six and a half years been together, have both had those moments of inspiration, desperation, and some of both. Yeah. And when, when, when we, when we got on this journey, my mentor said to me, "Is like, hey, Sammy, you're working two jobs, you're 16 hours a day, and you're still broke. Like, you're doing something wrong. And it, that, like, first it got me angry, and then it got me, like, realizations, like, man, you're really right. Like, we really do get what we allow. And, and too often people allow themselves to be in a, in a state where the discomfort is not quite big enough to make mm. the change. They get too yep. comfortable dealing like yes. just going through the everyday discomfort. They're like, oh, I have to work 10 hours a day. I have to do this. And it's like, no, you get what you allow. And, and, and the desperation is, is, I believe it's so much more powerful because it's through your own experiences. Often you put in a, in a desperate situation for yourself, you have to figure it out. <clears throat> Inspiration is all, often you look at other people being successful and as empowering that might be, that goes by very fast, but the desperation sticks with you because it hits your own bones. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned having a, having a mentor. How important is to have someone that's above you, that's five years ahead of you, that's, that's $10 million more successful than you, that has been there, that's done it? Because I think, and through my own experience, I only recently uh, got myself a mentor. And for a long time, I really believed I knew it all. And, <laughs> and I think that there was a part of the ego as well that thought, nah, man, I got this. I don't need anybody to help me or to guide me or to show up and, and show me the way. So how important for, for you is having someone who has done it and can show you the, the, the way? Extremely <clears throat> important. I think that's vital, not only to our success, but for anyone's. And one of our mentors did say, find someone who has what you want and do what they do. Whether that's the time freedom, whether that's the financial freedom, whether that's the material things, whatever it is for you, find someone who has what you want and do what they do because success leaves clues, success leaves footprints. Mm. So it's really about finding those, the right mentor that's like, you know what, that's what I want. That's the vision that I have. How did you get there? Tell yeah. me, yeah. let me be your student. <laughs> Yeah, and, to, and people often look at mentorship just from business. And it's great to have a business mentor. But if you have a mentor who has really the lifestyle that you want to live, because you want to look at a business mentor and able to coach you to be successful, but then their life is completely miserable in the other way. They don't have time. They don't have functioning relationships. And that's something where you really look at it like, well, I really appreciate the business aspect of it, but I really don't want to be in a situation 
where he is that he has all the money in the world, but he's still miserable. So having someone that literally tells you that I want you to be the filthiest rich man while at the same time being the nicest person in the room. Yeah, humble, humility. And, and I think it's finding what are those characteristics that you would look for in a mentor, right? Humility, uh, honest, integrity, whatever those things are. I know that's big ones for us, but it's got to come from here, not just that external success, because I believe we also attract that of which we are, not what we want, what we are. And I think too that the right mentors come into our life when we're clear. You know, when this, what is it that when the student is ready, the the, the teacher will appear. Yeah. 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 And you know what? It's funny you said that. Wow. That's a sign from the universe. I was, I, uh, I reached out to my mentor about three weeks ago or two and a half weeks ago. And I got to a point where I was just, I was ready. You know, I was ready to up level. I was ready to take action. And then I saw that quote yesterday on Instagram as well. And my mentor was talking to me about it. <laughs> and, uh, and when I saw it, I was like, wow, that's me. You know, when the student is ready and I, and it's, it's got me, to, I got to the point where I was like, I need help. <laughs> I need, I need help. I need to take, I need to learn from someone else. I need to take my life to the next level. I need to take my business, my brand, everything, you know, um, to, to the top. So how do I do that? You have to ask for help. And so, uh, yeah, that's really powerful. That, 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 that quote, but guys, look, uh, you know, from the outside, everybody can see the Mandy and Sami, you know, the, the, the attraction, the love, the, the success, the, the positivity, the, the positive energy that, that you project, uh, everything that you do, take us into your world. How, how do you maintain that kind of energy and that kind of lifestyle? What do you guys do on a daily basis that allows you to continue to stay so vibrant and, and in, that, in that good energy? whatever it takes, whatever it takes and, and having that mental <clears throat> attitude that we do whatever it takes for our team, you know, or, or we're consistent until we get that. And it doesn't matter. We know that we're not stopping until. Yeah. And it's in, there's a saying in the law, law of consistency. Is it like, yeah. so how long are you being consistent? It's like, are you consistent for a day or a week or a year or 10 years? Like, no, you're consistent until. Mm. So we're, we're, and for us, it's, I'm probably, there's a little wizard of Oz moment where they, where they, when the curtain falls down, there's, there's the, there's the backside of things. And like, it's not always sunshine and rainbows for us. Yeah. It's really not, but it's truly because we're committed, not just to ourselves, but to relationship and, and the life that we want to live. So it takes hard work and commitment and staying consistently, uh, with, with the image that we want to have from our business and, and from our marriage. Yeah. And it's, you know, as far as you're asking, like, what does it take? I mean, it takes work. It takes work. Like we are building a team in New Zealand and Australia. So we're up until midnight, 1am every night. Why? Because we want to, we love it. I mean, it is so fulfilling to connect with them on zoom and some of them have never even used zoom before to really watch them grow and, and have a business and have something that's theirs for the first time in their life, that's the stuff that keeps us motivated and fueled. Uh, and, and it is consistency. I mean, listen, I've got laundry piling up. Wanna talk about being real? I've got laundry piling up, <laughs> dishes in my sink. I mean, my house is not in order. And I also get to think about, is that really that important? 
what, you know, like right now that'll get done. But right now we're in such momentum and momentum is fragile. Momentum is so fragile. So for me, it's like, hmm, yeah, I need to do laundry, but you know what? I'm going to go take care of this person on our team, or I'm going to support them with this. And just being that outward focus and, and help, helping others. I don't know. That's just so fulfilling to us. Yeah. And also at the same time, <clears throat> when you do all that, we got to stay truthful to ourselves. And like how, how we, sometimes we have to like <clears throat> stop and like really think about it. And like, am I completely okay? Everything that's happened. Am I burning the candle too much from both ends? And if, if that's the case, then it's just a matter of communication to, to each other and to ourselves and like, Hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe you got to slow down for, for the rest of the night. Maybe you're going to take a couple of days off, go to, <clears throat> go to a lake or the mountains or go to a hike or whatever that might be. And then just, then just go back to, uh, go back to the things that you're committed to. Yeah, absolutely. So ha having that, uh, a bit of time off, uh, you know, to breathe and to, to just center yourself is super important as well. But let's go back to um, relationships and, and marriage, for example. You guys are together. You're working together. Does that help in the fact that you guys can grow together? So, for example, there are people out there that do not work together. They're married. And let's say you want to grow. How do you intertwine that together as a couple so that you're continuously on this growth journey? Because you know, let's face it, there are people out there that are in relationships that are not growing, that, that maybe one person's growing, the other person's not. And, and the, I believe that forms, a, eventually that forms a disconnection. And so it's always going to be one person pulling the other person down or one person's going higher and then they can feel that detachment. So how, how do people master this or how do, what, is the, what is the secret to it? And now a short message from our sponsors, USC. What's up guys, this is LMP. Now, if you know me, you know that over two years ago, I was not living my purpose, passion or dream. I was lost, insecure and confused, working a nine to five and trying to pay my debts. I wanted my own independence and meaning. Well, let me tell you a secret. That can change very quickly if you are ready. I have never been so wealthy and healthy and in harmony in my life. I am not called the ultimate success coach for no reason. If you want the ultimate life and you are ready, it does not matter what your niche or talent is. Rest assured, with your action and my guidance, that is where we are headed. My ultimate success coaching is now opening the vault to assist you into taking your life to the peak of the mountain. Want to stop wasting money and start making money? You will not want to miss this life-changing opportunity. What would life be like if you were getting paid for doing what you love? living your purpose and traveling the world. Now, with the world in crisis, there is no better time than to be online building your brand. What if you could create a media empire? How might that impact your business? Imagine being the author of a best-selling book. Imagine creating a successful high-income producing podcast. Imagine having a top-performing YouTube channel. What if you could learn how to master Facebook and IG marketing? What if you were given the top six targeted strategies for branding your business? Well, this is your day. Me and my team are here to assist you to create, launch, and thrive in this new economy. Podcasting is the new radio. YouTube is the second leading search engine and new TV. A best-selling book is the new business card and magazine without the competition. If you know Amazon, Nike, Tesla, or Coke, you know how big a deal it is to be branded. With myself and my team, we are here to help you to go from surviving to thriving. Are you ready? 
Go ahead today and sign up to begin to have massive success. The link is in the show notes or simply visit lukemindpower.com and book yourself in for a complimentary call. Now, let's get back to the podcast. What we call that crabs in a bucket. Like crabs. crabs in a bucket. bucket. They're like literally, what? It sounded crabs, like crab. Crab, <laughs> yeah, crabs in a bucket, yeah, yeah. So you basically like one crab tries to crawl away from the bucket and the other other grabs actually going to pull like so hard that they actually rip the limbs off. But it, it shouldn't be that. Everything boils down to communication. And and, and communication is something that you, I, I find it to be one of the most important skills that you can have, no matter it's a relationship or business or, or, or any other matter, friendship, anything. Mm. It's communication. What you yeah. communicate and how you understand and how you read it because that's a skill that if you're able to work that, not even, I don't think, no one's ever mastering that, but you just get better at it. So we, we work on our communication skills. We, we, we have coaches on communication that we rely on. It's been extremely helpful for us. Yeah, in, in the relationship department. And, you know, even in our business, though, Luke, we see that detachment, right? Like we see someone wanting to do something different and better their lives and the other partner pulling away and it, mm. it's hard and my heart goes out to them you know and i'm very blessed to have that because we had the same vision we knew what we wanted so you know we work together now don't get me wrong we still get on each other's nerves you know let's let's be real <laughs> <laughs> but it's what is the long-term goal you know and it took a while for us to learn the dynamics of working together and it really has and now we have a a really good flow but we still get on each other's nerves now with the people that work separately like for us when we got married we got married because we wanted to be together we wanted to be together as much as we possibly could so we couldn't see us having two different careers uh apart from each other like that didn't fit our personalities it like we want to be together. We love being together. And even during all this, I know I see funny jokes about like, you know, divorce rates higher or whatnot. I'm like, it's no different for us because we've already been working from home, but it's definitely helped our communication a lot more. Yeah. We were literally throwing in a fire when we started this because we had to figure it out. Yeah. And, and when, when Mandy mentioned, like we still get on each other's nerves, absolutely that happened. But and let's just say that in years ago, we would it would take days to us to get out of out of that argument. Now it might take minutes or max a couple of hours. So that's the difference. We still get on it. Let's be realistic. Let's be real. But the amount of time that we actually waste on it anymore, it's it's getting shorter Minute. and shorter. Yeah. yeah. Sammy, I have a question for you about marriage and about uh, the life <laughs> that you're living right now, because I think that. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that probably would have a uh, negative approach to, for example, they're single, they meet someone, but that person has children. How have you been able to, uh, you know, integrate your life now and, and be married? And Mandy has, obviously Mandy has children. So how was that for you to be able to come in and then take on that kind of this new role as, as, you know, a stepdad, for example. And that's a great question. And it, it, it was something when we dated for a long time uh, before we actually even introduced 
myself to the kids because we wanted to make sure, first of all, that the dynamics were there enough. So it's not just going to be this, uh, this sort of relationship. So we, we weren't doing any experimenting in a relationship on, on the cost of the kids' emotions. So first of all, we took it very seriously from the very beginning. And eventually when, and when, we, when I decided to propose her, it was, and even moved together, I, 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 from the very start, I knew it's a package deal. Like I'm not marrying her, I'm marrying the kids as well in a sense, and, and I have to take ownership of that and, and adopt the family in the deepest level possible. Mm. And, and, the, and I, don't, I don't necessarily understand why there would be a lot of bad dynamics because you make it happen. If you want something, you'll make yeah, it happen. Yeah. You, you make it work. It's not always going to be easy, but if you really want it, if you really want to spend your life to someone, you'll make it happen, whatever it takes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the reasons why I'm interested in, in your response was that uh, there were relationships that I had in the past that I got into and my partners at the time had children. And so one thing that I found was that because I so uh, I was so just yearning for that love and that attention and, and uh, you know, I could say that I was a little bit insecure with myself and I didn't want to be, I was afraid to be alone. So I always wanted that person with me. Right. And, and what I found over time was that I didn't get that attention that I wanted because that attention was then going to the children. And so then I was eventually left uh, alone because, you know, for obvious reasons. Uh, and so, yeah, that's just something that I experienced. And I was like, well, you know, if, um, if I'm going to have a relationship in the future, I don't want her to have children because I want that attention. <laughs> I want to mm -hmm. be able to have that connection first, you know, but what you said is powerful. And it is true that if you want something bad enough, you will dive in the deep end and you will make it work no matter what, you know? Um, yeah. And it's, I got to give it to her as well because she, she made it so much easier because she, Mandy's been a step parent in the past, past as well. So that means that she was able to understand the dynamics of that relationship so much better. And she able to make me feel like extremely welcome into that. Mm. Obviously we have to work on a relationship with the kids and we're still, it's a still everyday job. Obviously parenthood is an everyday job. It's not something that you can take a day off. It's something that you're going to keep working every single day. And I don't think it's any different with step parent. Yeah. yeah. And I think I have to give it back to Sami because you know, I, I'm sure ideally a woman with kids wasn't in his picture. Right. But I think that falling in love and, and having the capacity, like he has such a huge heart, you know? So he didn't just embrace me. He did embrace my kids and, and he's an amazing stepdad. I mean, he, my kids love him. He adores my kids. Um, he would do whatever he could. And I think him opening up his capacity to not just love me, but to truly love my kids just as much that made it work and a lot more seamless. Yeah, and that's and the last thing that I want to say it's the fact that if if you plant the seed of uh, kids being a burden to your relationship, it's you gotta have to get rid of that until you deepen the relationship into a level of moving together or marriage. 
So you have to adopt the mindset that, you know, they are, you're, they're a gift. They, they are just deepening up your, your love and understanding about life so much more ways. So that's something that if, if anyone ever has, like you're looking to deepen the relationship and there's any kind of um, resentment on, on that issue being a step parent, then, then you got to work on that. You got to work on that and understand, like you got to go through that, that thought process that they are truly a gift mm. because if you don't do that, then you're going to have not only broken hearts within the kids' lives, but also in the marriage. Yeah. And walls up, right? Mm. Like it would, it would be walls. It's like, no, you're, you know, and I think just all being open and saying, okay, here's what it is. And we're going to, we're going to make this work. So, and, and we did. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. What's, what's the one thing individually that you've both needed to go through in your life in order to get to where you are now? Professionally or, or personally? Well, let's, 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 let's say, let's say, you know, through, through adversity, you know, through, through your pain, that's, that's, that's your teacher. That's what you've, that's where you build up that resiliency and that, that experience <laughs> to go, wow, you know, I got through that and, and I can get through it. So uh, what have you guys been through individually? What have, what, what's what that one, one thing that, uh, that was challenging for you and now you've overcome it and, you, and you've, you've got to where you are now. You're on a, in relationships. I think for me, it was, you know, I, we have a great relationship with my ex-husband, mm -hmm. but I've been divorced for eight years now. And for me, when I was married and unhappy I believe that um, I, I stayed longer than I should have, but mm. making a decision, the hardest thing was making the decision and, and it, sorry if I get emotional, but making the decision to leave that. And at the same time, I had to choose to give up my kids 50% of the time by doing that, right? Because divorce, we're going to split the kids 50, 50. So to be that unhappy, um, and to be able to say, okay, in order for me to be happy, in order for me to teach my kids what a real relationship is about, I have to sacrifice half of the time with them in order to do that. And I did. And, and getting divorced and being a single mom, that was tough. Like that, there were so many days that like I cried and doubted that, did I make the right decision? Did I, but I believed that I was guided into something better into something different. And again, you know, I have a great relationship with my ex. Um, I'm not at all. It just, there was a purpose for that relationship and that was my children and making the decision to leave that and start all over, you know, start all over walking away from, you know, a six figure salary, running a corporate business, you know, a very comfortable life to starting over as a second, a, a single mom, excuse me, with two kids and going back into the personal training world and starting all over. Mm -hmm. I believe that, that the pain and the resiliency at that, that was a big one for me in my life. <clears throat> for me, it might be uh, probably losing the sense of purpose. Uh, for, for years after my active military times, I worked for a big security company, corporate world. And, and that was something that I felt extremely passionate. This is something that I'm going to do for, for decades to come and then like I'm, I'm a driven person by nature <clears throat> and and but 
when I stepped away from it and I realized the bubble burst, I was like, no, this is not what I want to do. And <clears throat> for years, um, going through the daily emotions without any kind of sense of purpose. Mm. Like I love doing things, but I didn't, it didn't feel purposeful. It didn't light up the firing. Yeah. And, and that became very destructive in many ways and to a point that almost destroyed our relationship and almost destroyed our marriage. Uh, because I was just, I was just not there. Uh, and yeah, and just, yeah, the self-sabotaging was, was something that I was doing in a very small scale, but then it ended up being in, in, into a level. Like I, I just didn't end up like what I didn't like who I was starting to become. And <clears throat> Once again, those were the points that I met the threshold that I got a grasp on life. I found my true passion and calling right now. And, and that's something that keeps firing me up every single day. And because of that purpose, it's made not only a marriage better, but I think better man by myself. But it's, I, I still remember the time, like, and I, I can't imagine going through life without any sense of purpose. Like you're going through the daily emotions, doing exactly the same things. And I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong, but if you look at the grand scale in life, we're not meant to just be the work ants. We just goes to work and, and does the things and, and PGIF and thank God it's Friday, take a couple of days off and a week and go. It's, it, it, it's not working for me. And, and finding myself in a spot where I was just going through daily emotions, was was one of the most painful experiences now like afterwards i think yeah powerful stuff guys i i resonate with uh with both of you in in both experiences because yeah i lived for a long time without that lack of purpose without that lack of passion without that lack of direction and you know my sister went through a divorce and that was very very challenging uh, for her, but for the whole family and also for myself to experience uh, her pain and, and uh, discomfort and challenge to go through that process. Uh, mm -hmm. And again, uh, there were definitely signs there that she wasn't happy years before she got divorced. But, you know, that's, that, that's the challenge that, that it's like, we, we second guess ourselves. We doubt ourselves. We we're in that comfortable zone of, of life where we think, nah, it's going to get better or things are going to work out. And we, we, ha we have to say that, that you do, you lose a lot of energy and a lot of time by not having the courage to say, I'm going to give myself six months to fix this. I'm going to communicate. I'm going to try and make it happen. I'm going to work on it. And if it doesn't, I'm out. I'm not going to wait seven years. And I think there's a lot of people out there in relationships, in marriages that are not happy that continue to not trust themselves, not believe in themselves. And they're so influenced by their environment, by their family, by the creation and the manifestation of the reality that they've created over the last five or 10 years that they feel like they can't leave because yeah. it's, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like being stuck there, like I don't have a choice and, and then people end up settling and, selling less than what they know deep down in their heart that they deserve. But then they end up convincing themselves that, okay, this is, this is it. This is as good as it's going to get. So I might as well just, you know, stay and stay for the kids or stay for the money or stay for whatever reason. 
And for me, that just never felt right. Like I did that for many years prior to my divorce, but I just knew that there was, I, I, there was a point that I hit that I'm like, I can't do this anymore, you know? And, and I know that to, to push through that pain and, and make that decision. And, you know, of course it affected my children as well, but I hope that now they can really see, and they have, they, they've even acknowledged, you know, like I, I, we love Sami, like, you know, I love your relationship. I see how he treats you. And to me, that's, that's a gift too, right? You know, for them to be able to see what a relationship that's communicating. Again, don't get me wrong. We still bicker sometimes, but I'm trying to be really real and, and say that that it has sometimes people just settle so much and that breaks my heart because, you know, taking that step and making that to take life for you and not live it for someone else. It's a scary thing. Yeah, absolutely. How important is your presentation of who you are and, and the work that you have to do on, on yourself? And that means being health conscious. That means exercising. That means meditating. That means doing those daily habits for you to, to show up as Mandy and Sami and, and making the impact that you make on the individuals that you serve. Um, there, there is a quote that I um, can't remember who it was from, but the quote was that if you're, um, if you're too focused on your, reputation rather than your um, character, character mm -hmm. then you're doing something off. So that's why <clears throat> we've been always like, we even talk about it, like we're going to live our life in, in a way that like re reality TV group is following you 24 seven. So sometimes it doesn't have to be sunshine and rainbows. Uh, you try to be the best possible person who you are. Mm -hmm. uh, don't try to make it anything less, anything, but also don't try to make it anything more. Uh, yeah. You just be the real person who you want to be. And, and that's something that you also got to allow. We're, we're living in a world that every, everybody comes like more aware that whatever happens on social media, it, it's, not, it's not always the, the real deal. You, get, you just get a very, very uh, glittery, superficial image of someone and, and it's, it's hard to maintain that. And if, if, if that becomes your, like if you just focus on your reputation and not your character, then you're gonna, you're gonna destroy yourself in the long run. Yeah, and I, I think at 45 now, and I look back 10 years ago, I know that's when I went into competing and really went into the, to the fitness world. And I did it with a different purpose. First of all, I wanted, I had something to prove to myself. But I also believe that I allowed that to become my identity for a long time. I relied on that mm. to become that identity, that external Mandy, you know, WBFF fitness pro number three in the world. I allowed that. And I leaned on that for so long that I only in the last like few years have I realized and detached from that because that isn't me. That was a point in my life that I achieved something but that's not Mandy, you know? And so the post, if you look back eight, 10 years ago, even seven years ago, it was all about like the appearance and for attention and the recognition where now I'm so much more like, this is me, take it or leave it. I'll sit down, take a picture of my bikini, show you my extra roles. I don't care. 
because it's more about being real. And then also watching like my daughter grow up in the social media world, you know, where this is their reality and they base, you know, and I say she, but I'm saying teenagers and, and younger people in general base their identity on what they see on social media of that perfect airbrush picture. And I went through that phase. So I can understand that that's really difficult, but that doesn't, um, identify, is that the right word? It doesn't, um, it's not the indicator of who we really are. Mm. That's just something superficial. So, you know, now my posts, they're not about trying to get all this attention. I'm not going to post myself in a bikini for, you know, that's not what it's about. It's substance. It's real. It's what's real. What's someone's real struggle and pain point. Mm. And I've been through those. I go through those. Like I'm real. And want to be more relatable and not so much about an image or a reputation as much as it is about my character and being real. So I know that I, I can see the transition and I'm grateful for that. You know, I'm grateful to be able to look back and, and really see that difference uh, from then until now. I think that's a very common in, in, in the fitness competitors and in fitness world that it becomes their identity. And it's something like, uh, the external body, it's, it's not something that obviously you're not going to look like you're 20 years old for the rest of your life. That's just the reality. But if, if you're trying to hold yourself under that, you're gonna, your identity is going to get crushed at some point. So, and there's, there's no shaming in the posting. If someone had worked with their physique for years and, and put, put the work in, there's nothing wrong with that. Show that off. But if that's your only purpose that you want to motivate people just by posting uh, pretty pictures in your great shape uh, rather than just like, do I want to post these pictures and motivate people or do I just want to be a spokesperson of a healthy lifestyle and hard work? Mm. You can do that in so many different ways, but the first option, just by posting um, filtered pictures at you in a competition ready that you dieted and depleted yourself for days, that's not sustainable. Eventually when something happens, you're going to completely crush your own identity. And we've seen that happening so many times because we work with a lot of competitors. We work with, well, at least you use, we used to work a lot of competitors, yeah. but that's, and I think that applies even outside of the fitness world. If your identity is something that it's not sustainable, uh, then you're going to end up going through some hard times <laughs> unless you're able to adapt and evolve into something else while still staying truthful of your original message what you wanted to do hey i wanted to inspire people to live a healthier lifestyle well great just adapt and evolve and take into consideration that your shape that you're right now it's not sustainable in 5 10 15 20 years from now yeah look i i completely understand resonate and agree with what you're saying but it is the reality, especially on the social media platforms that sex sells. And that's the, the, the attention that people get when they show off their bodies, when they are attractive, when they, you know, like I have to tell you on TikTok is a perfect example. How uh, if you're attractive and especially if you're female, you get 50,000 times more followers just because you're dancing just because you're attractive, just because you're in a bikini, right? And it kind of does take away the whole uh, meaning of the purpose, right? And the intention. So uh, yeah, completely, uh, completely get what you're saying. 
Because then, so, then again, it's it's you people have to understand like okay, this is just temporary. Uh, yeah. Like let them have their uh, moment of joy. If that what makes them happy, great. Do yeah, that. Yeah. Just understand that that's not necessarily sustainable in the long. Mm. So working with continuous in uh, different individuals all the time, what's the the biggest thing that you, what's that fulfillment point that the that you that you get from from what is it in, in other individuals that you see that really drives you that's that that gives you that sense of like happiness and like yes you know you love seeing other people grow and and develop their own businesses and 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 live the life that they thought wasn't possible. Uh, great question. So I think the quote is something like, once you taste significance, no success will ever be, ever be enough because it's not about the success. It's the significance. Yes. And to know that we've played a part. And for me, it's watching the confidence. And again, we're not trainers. We're, we've, we're retired. Everything we do with our business and nutrition is all online. But to see the confidence <clears throat> in someone and watch it in their eyes and see it on their face just over zoom that is so fulfilling because when they start believing in themselves and they mm. see it possible to create success and it's possible to achieve their goals and they actually hit it and it raises their belief in themselves as well as in what they're doing that to me is so fulfilling to watch that confidence just just grow and and <laughs> them succeed and you know, we were very fortunate that we work with one of our business partners and we were able to support him in um, hitting a six figure position in New Zealand. And he was, <clears throat> excuse me, he was in tears because even he doubted that that was ever possible because of what he came from and, and to achieve that. And, and it just, I don't know, it, that significance of what it did for him is what fulfills me and I'll speak for me yeah and once again for me it's the, the purpose like you're able to take a person that's doubting themselves maybe they're in, in the crossroad in their lives and they're just looking for like I, I don't know what I'm doing here they're like I, I'm just trying to get by I'm just gonna try to get through the day and then work with them and really pour into them as much as possible and, and relate to them it's like hey I used to be on that point and then see the transformations like and and hearing the comments and seeing them sharing their heart and, and crying like, thank you so much for giving me purpose. Thank you so much for allowing me have this, what I have right now, allowing me to provide for my family, be present with my family and just being a better version. And, and that's something that it, it, that's, that drives me. That drives mm -hmm. me more than any amount of income. Yeah. And we're not even talking physical transformations when we're talking about this. We're talking, you know, like success in their life or them feeling significant um, or them having a purpose. Those are the things that really change people because it's so much more than the outside. It's so much more than, you know, a physical transformation, which we don't even do anymore. Um, that's, that's why I even have a, have a saying that written down that don't try to become the man of success, try to become the man of value. So if we pour in the value in someone's life, it's the success, success will come. And, and that, that's, been, that's been huge for us. Yeah, absolutely. It is. You, know, you don't get paid for your time. You get paid for the value that you bring to the marketplace. So what kind of value are you bringing? And uh, 
you know, I know firsthand that, uh, that you guys bring a lot of value and even experiencing jumping on board with you guys last year, uh, even though I didn't pursue and continue on, uh, the way that you communicate and the way that you uh, bring forward uh, the, the, the information uh, in order for, 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 for me to be directed in that way and to learn and to, be felt, uh, to feel supported and guided and everything like that, uh, I have to say that you, know, you guys really have an amazing uh, way of, of um, nurturing that and, and that, that skill set, it's so amazing, you know? And, and so, uh, yeah, uh, congratulations on that because that is not something easy for, for people to master, you know? It's, it's definitely takes work, it takes repetition, it takes really showing up and working from within yourself to, to show up with that graciousness and that love and that uh, positive and, uh, you know, that intention that's genuine because a lot of people can... They, they automatically can fear, fear, they will be fearful or, or they'll doubt themselves or they'll doubt you, you know, um, with what you're putting forward, you know? And yeah, that's, that's hundred percent right. And why it, 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 the nurturing comes from us so, so deeply, it's because we always keep in mind where we came from. When I, when I, ten, over 10 years ago, when I moved to us, my parents always been supportive. My, my parents are the reason why the, man who I become now I owe them everything and my mom always like no matter how stupid decisions I made sometimes like seemingly stupid they're always they're always there uh never saying no but always like allowing me to make my mistakes but when I decided to move to the U.S. uh, my mom said to me like just never forget where you came from and said it in not in in uh just said it in the most loving way and I think a lot of people who have had success uh I think everyone is capable of feeling that nurturing feeling. But in the process, sometimes of their success, they often forget where they came from. Yeah. But we, we work so hard of really remembering the emotions that we felt when we first got started. So it makes easy to relate to the people we work with. And it fires up because we really feel their emotions and we relate to their emotions. And, and in order to do that is you have to surround yourself with like-minded people who feel exactly the same because it is a it is a common saying that, that like you're you're the composition of closest friends like the five people you've spent most time with and and that's something that you truly not only seek the the, the mentorship that of the person who you want to become but you also have to surround yourself with um, with other friendships um, that models the person who you want to stay. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, that's, it's, it's so true. And it's so powerful, especially, you know, being conscious of who you surround yourself with. That's, that's definitely probably a challenge for a lot of people as well, because sometimes you do have those people that are energy vampires and that may be draining you and uh, not feeding you the value or positivity or, or, or uh, love or belief that, that you need for you to elevate yourself you know? Um, so yeah, absolutely guys. Uh, you know, I can keep going on because you guys are just amazing and, and, uh, I'm, I'm really inspired and I feel very blessed to be able to share this space with you and learn from you and 
you know, talking about humble beginnings and, and understanding where you came from, what you went through. And that is exactly right, that you're able to then give back and, and you're able to pay it forward because you've been there before. You know what it feels like to feel uh, the, the lack or self-doubt or, or insecure or no purpose or, you know, your, your, your experiences in your past didn't serve you. But everything that you've gone through has allowed you to now have that gift uh, to to now serve and and to give back and so that's that's a it's a really beautiful thing uh, because a lot of people I know out there as soon as you make it as soon as whatever your definition of success is or or you you know you're earning the big money or you're driving that nice car the ego takes over if you're unconscious if you're not connected with your spirit and then you forget who you are and and that's also something to be conscious about and so. I'm aware of it because I mean, I know where I'm going, but again, I always humble myself and, and, and I see myself as obviously an individual. I'm very different, but I'm no better than anybody else. I just do what I love. And, and, uh, and, 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 uh, you know, it's something to, to not, uh, to not lose yourself just because you're on a different plateau, for example, of life, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, it's 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 the stay humble or get humbled. That's the yeah. thing. Eventually, it's, if if you're not going to stay humble, it's it's going to bite you in the in the rear. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think finding those things every single day to be so grateful for, even the little things, right? Even the challenges and the pains and the frustrations, all of those things. Finding gratitude in those things every single day, I believe can help keep and stay humble because it's, it's not really about like, Oh, look at me, look at me. It's really about, wow, what were we able to create today for someone else? Yeah. But the, even the gratitude that, that it's, it's so widely spoken about. What is the key to happiness? Gratitude. You know, if you can be grateful for the things that you have right now, you know, then you will have so much more you know, having a grateful mind and living in that gracious state, uh, it does amplify your energy because, you know, I can sit here and say, I'm so grateful for this scarf. I'm so grateful for this computer that I have, for the bed that I sleep on, for the food that I have in the fridge. But it's not just doing it once. It's about being grateful and and being consciously uh, aware of that on a daily basis because that really does build that um that that mindset of everything that you have and being grateful, not being lost in the future or not being lost in the past, but being in the present. And, and it takes repetition, you know, because I know you can talk about great being grateful, but if you don't repeat it, if it's not, a, it's not, it's something that you really build. It's a skill. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. That and, awareness. Yeah. And our, and that's, that's the one thing that I've learned because of my background, I'm very analytical. So I, I look at the timeline and it's called the timeline therapy. So you look at a timeline and if you close your eyes and you look at your life and how are you going to see it? You might see it in the scale that you've got the timeline going from left to right or up and down. So that kind of tells you a little bit of what, you, what kind of thinker you are. For me, I'm looking at the whole entire timeline. That means that I'm constantly analyzing what happened in the past, what's happening in the future, and it stops me to being in the present. So what I'm literally doing in the practice is that I'm grabbing that timeline and literally putting that code through me. So now I'm literally just looking at, I'm putting myself living that timeline and I'm able to more be on the, in the present moment rather than just analyzing the past and the future all at once, because that's your, when your head's going to blow up. 
Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing guys. It has been a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, before we go, uh, what, what can you leave people with in terms of uh, opportunities, in terms of contacting you guys, uh, in terms of uh, you know, being able to, to inspire and serve and, and support people so that they can uh, you know, make that next step and, and really change their lives? Great question. I mean, we're both on Facebook and uh, Mandy White, White, I almost said fitness, Mandy White Eskelin and Sami Eskelin. Um, but really, I love connecting with people. I love connecting with people and listening to where they are. And, you know, maybe it's a good fit for us to, you know, support them. But painting that vision of what's possible for them in their future. You know, and the opposite of if you choose not to do that and you stay right here, what's more painful, staying where you are or, you know, the risk of doing something different about what's possible here, you know, like outside of that box, like our dreams are outside of that box. But I love connecting with people and, you know, just finding that commonality and related, relatability between, between people. Um, or between me and someone else, you know, and, and maybe it works. Maybe they want to come on the journey and we can help them to create the better health and be able to work from home uh, all from their phone. Maybe not. It's okay, but it's still a new connection. And how can I bring value to someone's life? Yeah. And what we do is not, might not be for everyone just now. It's, it's, it's nothing but if people who listen to this are in the moment that they're kind of doubting, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, just, I'm encouraging to just look something else. Maybe it's what we do. Maybe it's something else. Who knows? Uh, but I'm just encouraging to look something else. Uh, don't let your assumptions to lead your life. Just find out what else is out there because there's so many different things that you can do. Uh, so that's Julie. If, if, if someone wants to learn what we do, we're always where you educate. Nobody's getting sold on anything. We're just here to educate. Because if I need to drag or convince someone to do what we do, that means that I have to drag and convince them to keep doing it. And, and we're not in the business of dragging or convincing. Uh, we're, we're, in the, we're in the business of coaching and growing with people. And, and that's truly what we do. And, and if that resonates with you, great. Let's, let's talk and let's connect and see if there's a mutual interest. Amazing, guys. I, I, I just want to acknowledge you both for the amount of uh, inspiration that you've given us today and not only that, but just the way that you have presented yourself from when we first connected through, through Instagram, Mandy, and the time that we have spent communicating uh, through social media and, and through our, um, you know, other means of, of, you know, doing our zoom calls and connecting last year. Um, but not only that as well, just your support and, uh, belief in, in my journey and, and my growth. Uh, it's really supported me a lot and I really appreciate it. I feed off your energy and, and I'm really, really just, uh, inspired by your own relationship, you know, even with your children, I see your posts and, uh, the work that you do together to show up as a team in a relationship and live the life that you're living to create abundance for others as well as yourself is just so beautiful. And 
I cannot wait to meet you guys in person. And I know that there are many doors that are, that are waiting for us to open together. And so I, I'm excited for that. And I really, really look forward to continuing to support you guys and to stay connected. And uh, it's just been, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. And so I really appreciate you both. Yeah, well, thank you so much. It's been an honor and to, yeah, follow each other's journey just over a little over a year, I guess about a year and a half now and just watch your growth and what you've been through. And I'm so proud and excited for you about what you're creating with Loop Mind Power. It's amazing. And it's really an honor for us to be on here today and even share a little piece of, you know, our story. Yeah. And you, you, I hope you know that we're always here to support you in any way possible. We, we truly not appreciate you as a person, but appreciate everything that you do for people. And, and that's something that uh, we, we can all respect that just encouraging and empowering other people. So uh, whatever you ever need, we are always going to be here to help and support you. Absolutely guys. Uh, I received that and, uh, and I'm, I'm, uh, I will take you on for that offer. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but before we go, last question uh, for both of you, uh, what is your definition of loving yourself? Acceptance. Forgiveness. Because we make mistakes forgiving myself every day, right? Forgiving myself and say, okay, what can I learn from this? And that I feel is love because um, I do beat myself up over a lot of things, but, <laughs> uh, but really learning to forgive myself that to me, that's an, and accepting who I am right now. Cause at the age of 45, this is, I know who I am and I know who I'm not. And I'm, I love that. Yeah. And for acceptance for me is what I mean by that, that the fastest way to destroy something great, what you are is compared to someone else. And that's what a lot of people do. Like you got to stop comparing yourself and just comparing, compare yourself who you want to become and, and, and not comparing yourself to another person because you're, you're writing your own story. So don't be, don't be, don't be hanging around in someone else's pages. Absolutely. Amazing guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much Thank for having you. us. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share this with a friend or on your social platforms and leave a rating on the Apple Podcast app. This really helps us and means the universe to me and my team. For more dope content and motivation on how you can live the life of your dreams, subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes. I am Luke Mindpower, the ultimate success coach. And if you want to find your power and purpose in life, simply visit my website, lukemindpower.com for more info on how I can help you 10x your success. Sending you super love and positive energy. Peace. I'll talk to you soon.